Hey guys, Apple Tech Incorporated here with the second episode of the Apple Tech Podcast. And the music that you guys just heard was from Kevin McLeod, I believe that's how you pronounce it, from Incompetech.com. And that is where they sell royalty-free music. And yeah, go check that out. That's where I got the music from. But anyways, I am going to be talking about a few different things that Apple has made, such as an all-new patent for in touchless e-wallet and also a few other things that are related along Apple making new things I guess you could say uh, but anyway so the first headline that I want to cover is a headline about how Apple has detailed a secure touchless e-wallet strategy in a patent filing. So this article on Apple Insider, it says that Apple has been coy in revealing its plans for a touchless payment solution, but a patent filling discovered on Thursday gives clues as to where the company is headed. And there is a diagram that shows something that looks similar to what would be on an iOS device. There's a diagram that actually shows a lot of different things like how it can establish a Bluetooth connection, a Wi-Fi connection, and how it will connect to a portable device. And another paragraph in this article says that while Apple is said to be working on a mobile payment solution, it has taken a go-slow approach to the still nascent market. Over the past months, the company has been quietly laying groundwork for a possible reveal, however, first with Passbook and more recently with iBeacon. At this point, the end game is unknown, but a patent filing discovered today may play a role in Apple's grand design. So this is interesting. It doesn't seem like much is known about this, but it does seem like Apple is trying to make a better solution to making mobile payments. And I don't know if this e-wallet is going to be like a physical product that you can actually carry with you, although it does have e in it, so it's probably going to be something like an app that you can download, or maybe it could be its own separate product. I'm honestly not really sure uh, what exactly this is going to be, but it definitely is something interesting that Apple is working on. And... Um, it's really interesting, and I am highly interested in it. Next headline is talking about how Apple has seeded OSX Server 3.1 preview to developers. And uh, this is um, just a little bit after Apple had released the pre-release to, to OSX Mavericks 10.9.2. And this is a preview that has been seeded. And... Um, I don't really know too much about OSX Server, but um, it says here that according to people familiar with OSX Server 3.1, preview build 13S4076F, the service software addresses a profile manager problem in which syntax errors appeared in, S in migration SQL. Although I don't know anything about the OSX Server, so I don't really know what these editions are, but it seems like it is mainly just like a, um, just a, you know, just a few bug fixes, and it even says actually on the changelog here, it says this is a, oh wait, never mind, that actually doesn't say anything about the seed, and 
Next up is a headline talking about how Apple's iOS has edged out Android in mobile ad traffic and is dominated in revenue. And from this graph that I'm looking at here, it looks like iOS in the United States has 43.39% of ad traffic and 55.70% of revenue. That is really, really major. I'm actually pretty surprised. And Windows phones are actually only at 0.49% of traffic. And Apple, they take up, well, altogether, all this af traffic is 48.46% of all traffic in the world is in the U.S. Just, just, just uh, the U.S. alone. And it says here that according to a study released by Ad solution platform Opera Media Works on Tuesday, Apple's iOS accounted for 43.39% of mobile traffic during the three months ending in December, while Google's Android came up with 37.71%. So it definitely seems like iOS and Android are really close in terms of the amount of traffic that they're getting, and we do know that they're both some of the most popular mobile operating systems. And I'm really surprised that Apple has actually been able to catch up with traffic, although this doesn't necessarily mean things in terms of, like, sales, I guess. Well, I guess it technically does, but they at least are making more revenue than Android. But, um, yeah, this is, this is interesting. I'm really surprised at this because Android has been killing iOS for a few years, although I don't know if they've necessarily been killing them if they've necessarily been killing iOS, but I do know that Android has been very popular over the last few years, and most people have been going with Android over iOS. And the next headline is talking about how Phil Schneider has made a security report showing that 99% of mobile malware targets Android. And on here, Phil Schneider had recently tweeted a link to a Cisco 2014 security report and had said that 99% of all malware goes towards Android. And the iPhone receives just under 20% of malware. And this article on Apple Insider, yes, this is where I'm getting all my news, says here that Schiller offered a link to the report, Sans comment, a common practice for the executives since joining Twitter in 2008. Today's Tuesday's tweet marks the second time Schiller has referenced Cisco's yearly missive after he directed followers to the 2013 edition last year. The report notes that while malicious software aimed at specific mobile devices comprised just 1.2% of malware tracked by Cisco in 2013, it is a growth area of concern. Android devices bore, sorry, bore the brunt of those attacks with J2ME-enabled devices like Nokia's Asha series, second on the list. And uh, let's just see the report here. I'm actually looking at all of these live, so I'm not, like, actually <laughs> looking... I'm not actually memorizing these stories. I'm actually going onto the webpage. So, uh, let's see. I'm going to preview the report just to see uh, what's here. So, okay, well, looks like Cisco, they don't want you to look at the report unless you download it. And I'm not going to do that right now. But, yeah, this is this is a pretty interesting headline. I'm actually not that surprised, honestly. It seems like Android would be easier to get into because, well, it is uh, open. It is more open source than Apple. Uh, I think 
Android is actually completely open source, whereas iOS isn't really that open sourced. And um, this is this is interesting. Definitely something for Android users to look out for. But it's crazy, 99%. But anyways, that isn't really too big of a headline in terms of the news. I mean, that was even that wasn't even having anything to do with Apple. But just thought that I should have that just for anybody who wants to use, or anybody who is using an Android device. Next is talk, next headline is talking about how Apple has expanded educational iBooks to new markets in Asia, Latin America, and Europe. It says here that Apple on Tuesday announced that iBooks, textbooks, and iTunes U course manager, two education-oriented products from the company, are expanding into new markets around the world, including Asia, Latin America, and Europe. With the additions, iBooks textbooks are now available in a total of 51 countries, including Brazil, Italy, and Japan. In addition, iTunes U Course Manager is now available in 70 countries, including Russia, Thailand, and Malaysia. The incredible content and tools available for iPad provide teachers with new ways to customize learning unlike ever before, said Eddie Q, Apple's Senior Vice President of Internet Software and Services. We can't wait to see how teachers in even more countries will create their new lesson plans with interactive textbooks, apps, and rich digital content. That's pretty cool that they are able to ship out all of the textbooks to uh, different countries other than the U.S. and probably the current countries that they have, which are probably primarily European countries. That's really good for things like education and that stuff, although I don't really have too much to talk about that for that, but um, yeah, that's that's cool that Apple is really starting to expand a lot of their stuff to new countries. I mean, we just recently had Apple expanding the iPhone 5S to lots of different countries, and um, I think that's really good for things like revenue and stuff, but I don't want to get into a whole topic about a... Um, about you know just about your revenue stuff and I you know and I'm not I'm not just gonna stop talking. Next headline is talking about Apple's new trackpad. Oh my gosh, I just lost the article. Oh no 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 no. Oh man, don't tell me I lost the article. Dang it. Okay, well that is something that I will have to look at later because I do not see this. Hmm. Oh, well. Well, I will have to look at this. But anyways, uh, here is another headline that is talking about how Apple has won a temporary reprieve from Monitor in eBooks antitrust case. Uh, the United States Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit on Tuesday issued an order that temporarily halts compliance monitor Michael Bromwich's oversight while the appeal awaits a ruling. It is hereby ordered that, that the motion for... Stay for a stay pending appeal is referred to a three judge motions panel and shall be heard as soon as possible. The order reads It is further ordered that an administrative stay of the district's court order is granted until the motion for stay and pending appeal is determined by the motions panel. Now, I don't really know too much about Apple's legal status, but this is interesting that they have won a temporary retrieve or reprieve. In their ebooks antitrust case. There was recently an antitrust case recently that was uh, accusing Apple of overpricing lots of ebooks, and a lot of people didn't know what was going on, but Apple was overpricing things on the iBook store. 
and there was just a court case about that. And maybe this is linked to that court case. I'm not really sure if it's the same exact court case, but um, definitely seems like something that is interesting and worth checking out more, I guess you could say. And, and yeah, I guess that's really it for the second episode of the podcast. You can see that I kind of prepared for this episode more. This is kind of more, uh, I guess, prepared, I guess you could say, and sounds smoother. But, yeah, this is it for the second episode of the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed listening, and I will be putting this onto my blog pretty soon. And um, hopefully I will be able to put this on iTunes. So far, I haven't been able to put this on iTunes yet, but I will try and see if I can. But anyways, I hope that you guys enjoyed the podcast, and I will see you guys in the next episode.